0: It's easy to come across smart. Just talk about specific things that you know and others likely wouldn't know. Once you understand this, the world is not as scary. This is a tweet that I posted earlier on, and I think it is so, so true. Other people around us come across as smart because they talk about things that are specific to them, are specific to their own lives. And so it seems like they have all of this information that they don't, which actually in reality is true. But the inverse is also true. There are specific things that you know about that others don't know about. And so to other people, you'll be the one that comes across smart. So, anyway, that's what this podcast is going to be about. You'll get to sort of hear me talk about how I come to um, come to that conclusion. i sort of come to that conclusion throughout this podcast, which is um, going to be an interesting journey. And before we dive into it, I just wanted to remind you to check out QuasarComponents.com, where we're going to cover all 72 of Quasar's components. I'm really excited for this series, been working hard on it, and all proceeds go directly to help with the development of Quasar. So check that out, quasarcomponents.com, and I'll see you on the other side. I spent a lot of time today looking for a virtual assistant. So I mentioned this before where my nephew was actually helping me doing podcast-related stuff, doing editing, and he was doing an awesome job of that. But recently, he just got a little bit overwhelmed with schoolwork and all that kind of stuff. And unfortunately, he was unable to do the podcast editing anymore, which is totally fine. I knew this was kind of an experimental thing. We'd see how it went. We'd see how he could handle it with his life. And it didn't work out, which is totally cool. So now um, I'm basically left thinking, okay, well, I really need to hire somebody. Um, And so I've kind of been looking around and I had to think, okay, what are the responsibilities for this person going to be? Um, How do I hire someone? Um, Where should I go? Where should I go looking for hiring people? And I thought about this a bit because I think people tend to just straight away go online and look for like a service online and say, you know, I'm trying to hire a virtual assistant. They'll Google that. And this probably isn't the best way to do it because then you end up with something really sort of impersonal. And I think about how we hired for the company that we're currently at. And basically what I did was I was going on LinkedIn and just talking to people about code. I didn't even tell them I was hiring. Um, I just said, hey, um, you know, let's have a chat about code. Let's meet up um, at the time of I, w- I actually wasn't hiring. I was just trying to meet new people. And I met this guy, Pat, and you know, we had lunch together. We just talked about coding stuff. I could tell straight away that he was a super smart guy. He just so happened to have experience with Quasar, Vuex ORM, and Laravel, which is a crazy, crazy coincidence for someone to have all three of those skills and live uh, within the area of where I worked, because that's one of the things, one of the requirements we had that they had to live in the area. Uh, yeah, and so we ended up finding him. And then about a month later, we started hiring. And so I did, you know, a little bit of extra research, um, talked to people on LinkedIn, um, just had some chats with people online and over the phone. But it ended up being obvious that, you know, Pat was the right person for the job. And so we hired him, you know, he had, we did a few interviews with him and yeah, now he's working for us and he's absolutely amazing. He's doing a phenomenal job writing some c- really cool code. I can't actually wait to share with you some of the stuff he's done with composables and models and um and that kind of stuff. He's done some incredible things with the Composition API to um, basically to make our app more scalable because we started to kind of hit brick walls and ceilings with our current setup. And so he's done some really cool stuff with um, monorepos and handling the environment and um, and all that kind of cool stuff. So anyway, we'll definitely talk about more about that in the future. Maybe I'll get him on the podcast so he can share a little bit about uh, his experience there. But anyway, so I needed to hire for QuasarCast though. Um, and so... Uh, I did a little bit of research. I did some listening to podcasts. But then I decided, you know what? I think the best way to do this is just to go to a Facebook group that specializes in this thing. Because someone who cares enough about being a good virtual assistant, to me, I'm trying to put myself into their shoes. They don't just sign up for online websites. That's a lazy way to do it, in my opinion. If I were looking for a job and I just went to JobSeeker.com and created an account or went to LinkedIn.com and created an account, to me that's the lazy way to try and find a job the the more proactive ways to go into a facebook group introduce yourself to people in that facebook group um you know, Maybe go on to like different forums and to different sort of chat channels and stuff like that. And so to me, they're the better places to look for for talent. Maybe I'm wrong here, but I, it seems to me that that is a more personal way of um, searching for somebody rather than um, going through these different channels. And once again, I could totally be wrong here. This is just my gut instinct. So anyway, I went to Facebook and I, the next thing I decided to do was basically write a list of skills that were required. And by the way, if you're listening to this and maybe you're looking for a job, hey, You know, maybe you can sort of hit me up on Discord. Uh, My Discord name is L-D-I-E-B-O-L-D. So maybe you can hit me up there if you might be interested in this kind of thing. Uh, But yeah, the requirement was basic audio editing for this podcast, the one you're listening to right now. Basic video editing. Um, I do the video editing for my coding videos because I like that to be exactly how I like it. Um, But maybe at some point somebody could do editing for my coding videos, but they need to be very experienced in coding and know exactly how I like it. Uh, Creating cover photos for podcasts, scheduling social media posts, and sending me reminders when I'm falling behind. This is actually really important. I don't want to constantly be thinking about how many podcasts I have in the queue and when I need to release a new podcast. I want someone to be able to say, hey, Luke. Um, you had eight podcasts, but you've run out now and I need one in the next couple of days so that I can sort of think, all right, I need to have a think about what would be a really good podcast that I could do and start getting into that zone again, you know, if I get carried away with other stuff. Uh, Yeah. So that's, you know, the kind of person I looked for. And the next thing was um, before I start doing interviews with people, I need to, I I asked them to send me a short Video. So it's important for me to have someone who's got the courage to do basically a short video, send me a personal message with that video. Um, I know that can be a little bit scary, but I want someone that I can talk to face to face that I can do video calls with, which is why I went down that avenue. And so I said, introduce yourself, explain the skills and experience that make you a good fit for the job, Um, let me know your hourly rate. I want them to let me know their hourly rate first. and then I'll either say, I don't think that's enough. I want to pay you more than that or say, yep, I'm happy with that hourly rate or that's too much. You know, if they, they're they charging a large amount, you know, whatever there. I've actually got a, I've actually got an amount in my head um, and I want somebody to give me a lower number than that so I can say to them, hey, I actually want to pay you more because I think you're, um, what you will be doing for my business will be worth more than that. I think it's important to make a really good stance like that from the beginning that, um, you know, you could have taken advantage of them. You could have taken more money, but you said no. I want to give you an amount that I think is worth what you're doing. So um, that's that's kind of like part of my strategy there to make them know that they are valued. Um, when I do hire them, and the last thing I said is also let me know something you enjoy doing, not work related. You know, I want to see how this person talks when they're talking about. Um, you know, just day-to-day life stuff. You know, are they genuinely – some? Are they, are they someone that I think that I'll click with? You know, you do, you don't have to click with people when the business starts to grow, but I think early on when it's like this is going to be my, the first person I'll be hiring into the business, I want to make sure that I really can click with this person. Um, yeah, and then from there, I'll then start doing sort of more personal one-on-one interviews. So, yeah, I just I just wanted to share that with you. And But kind of the crux of this podcast is I wanted to let you know that after I posted that on Facebook – I kind of got this scared feeling at the bottom of my gut. I didn't get this hiring my nephew because I, you know, I already knew him, but this was different. It's like this is somebody, a real life person, who's going to be working for me, and I'm going to be paying them real life money that I make, you know, every day at work, and that I will be making in the future when I start opening up QuasarCast. And I got this scary feeling, and um, I caught myself saying the words, um, "Who are you?" Uh, to be paying someone? Like, who are you to be hiring someone? You know, that, that, that real sort of imposter syndrome of thinking, who am I to do this? And I get this sometimes as a coder, like, who am I to be writing code for a large organization that makes, you know, millions of dollars every year? Um, you know, who am I to be that person? But then I sort of caught myself in the moment and said, well, who is anyone to do anything? You know, like, we're all just people at the end of the day. And just just about anybody who goes out on their own and decides to do something entrepreneurial, which QuasarCast is, I guess. You know, I guess it really is an entrepreneur um, journey. I never really thought of it, um, you know, to that degree. I guess I kind of have. But anyway, Um, but then I realized most people are going to have this gut feeling that I got, but the ones that choose to say, yes, this is scary, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yes, I feel like an imposter sometimes, but I'm going to do it anyway. Sometimes I'll press record, um, to do a video and think to myself, who am I to be teaching about the composition API? I've only been using it for a few months, but it's the people that basically say, you know what, I am going to do this anyway. I'm going to push through it. And even though it's scary to me, even though I get this gut feeling that says, you know, d- do I have, I'm trying to find the right words here. Um, Do I really have the skills? Am I good enough? They're the right words. Why not, when you get that feeling in your gut saying, am I actually good enough to be the person that's doing this thing um, that I feel like people are much more qualified to do? If we can learn how to destroy that feeling or not even destroy the feeling, feel it, but continue on anyway, then I, I believe that's when really great things start happening in your life. I remember the day that I got this job at AgriPath. I thought, oh my gosh, I've never worked as a programmer before. I've, I've created websites as a coder. Um But I've never actually worked as a coder before, and that was scary. But I said, you know what? I don't want to be a piano teacher anymore. And so I decided to just go ahead and do it anyway. And ever since then, some really amazing things have happened in my life. Like um, I've actually had people send me messages online through my Quasarcast videos asking me if I want to work for them. Like That's amazing just because I had the guts to actually do something like this. And I guarantee if you're listening to this podcast right now, uh, there's a good chance that you have a similar amount of experience to me and a similar skill level to me. And you might actually think that I'm a lot more talented than I am just because I'm sitting here talking to you, um, you know, talking into your ears in a podcast format because I sit in front of, you know, my screen and record a video. It sort of creates this feeling that that, that I'm a lot more, I, I guess, skilled and powerful than I actually am. But that's not it. The truth is I just sat down for a small period of time and figured out how to do one piece of the puzzle and figured out how to do it well. And then whilst it was in my brain, I recorded it in a video. And then I went back and edited that video so that it actually looked good and didn't waste your time and you were watching it. So like, I hope you're starting to sort of see the message here. We're all just a bunch of people that really aren't um, really as smarter than we think we are. And other people tend to be not as smart as they appear to be. Another thing that I noticed later on in life is that everybody around us seems smarter than they actually are because people talk about things they know. And chances are there's a good chunk of what somebody knows that you don't know. So if I'm talking to someone, like 40% of what they tell me about might be things that I don't know. Actually, let's t- let's imagine I'm talking to someone about the Python programming language. Uh, they might mention a whole bunch of things. Like 90% of their knowledge around Python might be stuff that I know nothing about. And so that creates the appearance of intelligence. That makes them seem like they're a whole lot, quote unquote, smarter than I am. But if I were to talk to that person about classical piano, then to them, it would create the appearance that I'm a lot smarter than they are, because they know nothing about piano and ninety percent of what I'm talking about is new stuff to them that they don't they don't know about, and so we we end up living in a world where people around us seem smarter um, than they actually are, and we feel like we're not as smart as we actually are, and it's this like horrible cycle that we just need to get over, and so we need to find that spot. In my case, it was for hiring a new person. And feeling like I wasn't worthy, like I wasn't intelligent enough, or I didn't have the skills. Um, you know, I've never hired someone before. I don't know what it's oh yeah, apart from my, you know, my nephew, which to me is like a totally different dynamic. Um, but you know what? I'm gonna learn on the job. You go in there confident and you say, Hey, you know, I'll just be honest, I'll say, Hey, I don't have a lot of experience with hiring someone, but I'm gonna do my best to make a good experience for you. And I want you to let me know where you think I'm going wrong. Maybe this person has that experience as a virtual assistant before. And so I can say upfront, hey, if you have any experience as a virtual assistant, um, you know, th- if there's stuff that I'm doing wrong um, as somebody hiring you, then, you know, let me know, let's get better at this together. So anyway, I don't know what the entire point of this podcast was. I think it really is an imposter syndrome podcast where we're all just a bunch of people that have no idea what we're doing, what we're talking about. Um, And we're just doing our best to help others in this world. So I hope you enjoy this one as much as I enjoyed making it for you. And hey, check out QuasarComponents.com. I think I have done a really good job. I'm um, building out that series. And like I said, with those videos, I go deep into those components. I often I won't know a thing about that component, like the Q intersect component, I think it's called, where I didn't I'd never used it before in the real world, but I spent about an hour of my time learning that component, going deep on that component, then doing a video so that it's fresh in my mind and I I, I have a lot of experience using the component in that moment so that you can then watch it and get the information really quickly. And so if you want to learn things easily, fast and if you want it to actually be fun as well because you know I'm really high energy in these videos and I make sure that I you know I try and transfer my passion to people that are watching these videos, then check out quasarcomponents.com. Once again that's quasarcomponents.com. Go there right now, check out that video. I really think that it's going to be worth your while and thanks again for listening to this podcast. See you in the next one. Hey, what's up guys? I just wanted to quickly throw something in at the end of this podcast because something happened after I recorded it and that is the release of QuasarComponents.com and this is a new Quasar course that is going to blow your mind and one of the focuses of this course is to basically try and raise more money to help with the development of Quasar so all proceeds go directly to helping with the development of Quasar. Quasar. So you can go to quasarcomponents.com to find out more about that. You're going to be able to learn all 72 components in this course. I literally teach every single one of those components. I haven't finished doing all of them. I'm over halfway. But if you want to get early access to those videos, then you can go to quasarcomponents.com. Thanks so much. Once again, remember that there is nothing you can't build.